your business. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is. Hour number two, underway at eight minutes past ten o'clock on this Monday, the 19th morning of the month of November in the year of our Lord, 2018. Hope you're having a great day. So I, I mentioned this in passing almost last hour, and I said I would follow up on it for you. I will indeed do that. I want to know how proud you think the people in New York are who cast their precious, precious vote for Congress for a Nimrod. I, I, I've, I've pondered which would be the best words to choose here. I've, I've come up with Nimrod, uh, moron, uh, idiot, babbling, incoherent high school chick. I'm speaking, of course, if you add all of those words up together, you know you can only come up with one solution, one answer, and that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It is just painful, truly painful, listening to her speak about all of the things that she does not know. And some people in New York, in her district, just voted to be represented by her in Congress. They used their precious vote on a woman who said, quote, this is on Saturday, while on a call with Justice Democrats, If we work our butts off to make sure that we take back all three chambers of the Congress, uh, rather, all three chambers of government, the presidency, the Senate, and the House, etc., 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 this person does not know what the three chambers of government are. First of all, she doesn't know that they are not chambers, they are branches. She's never heard of the executive, the legislative, and the judicial branches, and she's in Congress. <laughs> the incoming Congress, anyway, uh, starting in January. She thinks that there are three chambers of government, the presidency, the Senate, and the House. Now, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I know this is being perhaps a little harsh. I don't care. I say I'm sorry just because it's the right thing to say, but I'm really not sorry because I'm just disgusted by the fact that you can you can literally elect an idiot to be a representative in Congress. 
I mean, if you send an idiot in your in your stead, you know, to 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 represent you in Congress, are you not saying <clears throat> we are a district of idiots and we have chosen the lead idiot to represent us? How do you do this? How many different things does this woman have to expose that she does not understand about basic governmental operation before they realize, yeah, maybe we should have thought through through this a little bit? And better yet, there are Democrats who voted for and support this woman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who want her to challenge Nancy Pelosi as a freshman congressman for the Senate or for the uh, speakership. <clears throat> she doesn't know what the br- branches of government are. She doesn't know that they're called branches. And she is going to sit. And, and what's even funnier, she was tweeting all last week as she showed up at uh, 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 Capitol Hill for orientation. She said, everybody keeps treating me like I'm an intern. They're telling me the interns have to go down there. And I'm like, no, can you tell me where the members of Congress are supposed to go? Well, there's a reason you're being treated like an intern, because you have the... In- no, this is an insult to interns. Most interns who work for members of Congress, and I've met several of them, are well-versed in basic fundamental governmental operations, and well-versed more so in the Constitution than she is. So I can't say, you, I'm not surprised you're being treated like an intern. You, you, you look like you are, I don't know, still in high school. But more importantly, when you speak, you sound like you failed ninth grade civics. And I know, really, there aren't any more ninth grade civics classes, and that's perhaps part of the problem. But anyway, so she then thought it would be a good idea to bring more attention to her uh, on, her, there's video of this. Her, her her expression of her idiocy and her ignorance of basic governmental uh uh the, well, the government the the function of the government the makeup of the government she decided to bring more attention to it by going on twitter and demanding or not demanding but uh and 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 uh, expressing that all of these people who continue to try to make fun of her and trap her with her words uh they don't understand what she's doing quote Maybe instead of Republicans drooling over every minute of footage of me in slow-mo, waiting to chop up word slips that I correct in real time, time out. Number one, it's not a word slip. It's a basic understanding of what the government is. You didn't know that they were called branches, and you didn't know what the three branches were. It's not a word slip. You're dumb. Number two, you didn't correct it in real time because you didn't have anybody to look this up for you to tell you what the real answer was because you're dumb. But then she says, they actually step up enough to make the argument they want to make, that they don't believe people deserve a right to health care. This is her go-to position. This is, and my friends, I just I want you to understand what the American people just did when they gave this Democrat body or this Democrat party rather the majority in the United States House. These are the people who are going to be casting votes that decide things like health care, that decide things like our border security, that decide things like military appropriations. She can't spell appropriations and she's going to cast votes on these things. These are these are the people we've put in power. 
Ocasio-Cortez urged people to join Justice Democrats' Our Time campaign on Saturday to help them identify Democratic House incumbents that are demographically and ideologically out of touch with their districts. Well, one thing I can say about her, she is at least in touch with her district. They're stupid, and she's the lead stupid person. So therefore, she uh, is a perfect representative for that district in New York. It is simply embarrassing the number of things that she continues to say and do. And Democrats, by the way, have to be just having their head in their hands going, oh, my God, please stop talking. Please stop talking. By the way, she continues to demand Medicare for all. She is that Bernie Sanders-style socialist, although she criticized Sanders, saying that he's not left enough. (laughs) He's not far left enough. He's a socialist. And she is uh, doubling down and taking that even further to the left. And she's still demanding Medicare for all, despite the fact that it will cost roughly $40 trillion. The national debt currently stands at $21 trillion. She wants to do twice that amount to provide, quote-unquote, Medicare for all. In a system in which the government that is run in part by people like her, will decide your health care options. They'll tell you who you can see. They'll tell you for how long and how often and what they'll pay for and what treatments and what uh, uh, prescriptions. Medicare for all to the tune of $40 trillion. How are you going to pay for it? She said you just pay for it. She just said you just get the money and pay for it. She literally thinks that you can just go into the United States Treasury and tell them, hey, print some more money. There's lots of paper over there. Slap some green on it and print that stuff up. we got to pay for health care. This is what these people think, for goodness sakes. 216-901-0945, Meanwhile, the President of the United States yesterday is on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace discussing his mood. There are a number of stories out there that you're angry about the midterms, about your treatment in the media, about the way... Uh, you were treated when you were in Paris. One story even said that you were in a, quote, cocoon of bitterness and resentment. Right. We'll get into all the details later, but how dark is your mood? Uh, it's very light. It's fake news. It's disgusting fake news. Uh, I read a front page story in the Washington Post. Uh, they never even call me. Nobody ever calls me. You know, they, they hear, I don't even think they have sources. I think they just make it up like it's fiction. And I will tell you, I'm extremely upbeat. Uh, The White House is running like a well-oiled machine. It's doing really well. I have great people. I will make some changes, but not very many. I'm very happy with my cabinet, other than, you know, a couple of exceptions. And even there, I'm not unhappy. And I will tell you that it's so wrong. The reporting about me is so wrong. Uh, and he went on to talk about fake news, obviously, and why it is he calls the fake news the enemy of the people. And, of course, Chris Wallace said, well, you you heard that in our newscast probably. Chris Wallace said, well, you, when you do that, you realize what that impression that gives you, that we are a repressive society that doesn't want news. We don't want the media to have access and the media to be taken seriously. They're the enemy of the people. And, again, the president points out what I have said many, many times in his defense, and I will continue to say, the president does does not believe the media <clears throat> excuse me 
or the press as a whole, writ large, is the enemy of the people. But the purveyors of fake news, those who invent stories, those who misreport, those who keep key information away from the people when they are presenting other information, you know, things that would provide a context, they are not giving the American people the information that they need to make honest and intelligent decisions themselves. As such, they are not helping the people. And if someone is not your helper, what can you call them but your enemy? If they are not there to be your friend, they are your enemy. And the media has, the fake news media, talking about the CNNs of the world and the New York Times that continue to try to destroy the president with all of their, I mean, literally with every every fiber of their beings, they continue to try to destroy the president through half-truths and outright fabrications. That is not serving the people, thus that is harming the people, thus they are the enemy of the people. The president of the United States is right. Uh, the president went on to say that he is doing a fantastic job. The president said, in fact, he is doing a perfect job because you can't get any higher than an A-plus, can you? When asked what grade he'd give himself for the job he's doing as U.S. president, Trump said in a Fox News interview he'd give himself an A-plus. I hate to do it, but I will do it. I would give myself an A-plus. Is that enough? Can I go higher than that? Trump has touted his performance on numerous occasions during his presidency. Where's Oren? Oren? Oren is... I love listening to him speak. He said once, I am the single greatest president in his lifetime. Now, he's a young man, so it's not that much. But, and he actually once said, I'm the greatest president in the history of our country. And I said, does that include Lincoln and Washington? He said, yes. I said, I love this guy. The president loves this guy, but he loves nobody more than he loves himself. There's no question about that. And that's okay. That's okay to a degree. I think all people of high success have a certain amount of ego that is above and beyond the rest of normal average achievers. Those who are high achievers think highly of themselves. It's one of the reasons they are successful. It's true in athletes, uh, athletics rather. It's true, true in entertainment. It's true in politics. It's true in business. And that's okay. But what I want to know is, are you okay with the president's grade? President said A+. Can I go higher than that? If not, then A+. Do you agree with the president? And if not, what grade do you give him? Dial now, 216-901-0945, The Bob France Authority continues on AM 1420, The Answer. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Ten twenty-five. Now the Bob France Authority continues. We are guest-free between now and eleven o'clock. So this is a great opportunity for you to be heard. We're grading the president because the president graded the president on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace yesterday. He said, "I get an A plus." He said, "Is that good enough? Can I go higher?" Because that's what I deserve. Uh, do you agree with the president? Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five triple eight two eight one eleven ten. And do you believe that this person represents? 
American voters in the United States Congress, or will uh, in January when the new Congress takes over. Is that should we, and if we work our butts off to make sure that we take back all three chambers of Congress, uh, rather all three chambers of government, the presidency, the Senate, and the House in 2020. (laughs) Do, do, Do you remember... Do you remember a time in America when Dan Quayle was mocked for being dumb? Do you remember when they thought Dan Quayle was an idiot because he made that stupid mistake on potato in a a kid's classroom with putting an E at the end of potato? Do you remember that? He became a laughingstock for that one momentary glitch, a little brain cramp or whatever, and that was all it took to label him forever as being dumb. And it scared people. It scared people that Dan Quayle could be a heartbeat away away from the presidency because they thought he was dumb because of the stupid potato spelling. Now, I'm not saying this woman is a heartbeat away from the presidency. She's just a freshman congresswoman. But honestly, Dan Quayle knew the government. Dan Quayle knew what the branches of government were. He knew they were called branches and not chambers. He He didn't think that they were presidency, house, and senate. How could it be, by the way, I know I'm I'm belaboring this, but how can we just experience what we did in the late summer and into the fall with respect to Judge Brett Kavanaugh, who became Justice Brett Kavanaugh? How can we go through that news cycle, which was 24-7 for a period of weeks, How can anybody live in this country and see that happening and then not recognize the judicial branch of government? She thought the three chambers of government are presidency, House, and Senate. How do you not recognize or know or be thinking about the judicial branch after we just saw that Supreme Court fight extend in the in, and, and explode in the manner that it did. How do you not even know about the judiciary? Is that should we? And if we work our butts off to make sure that we take back all three chambers of Congress, uh, rather all three chambers of government, the presidency, the Senate and the House in 2020, we can't start working in 2020. <laughs> the worst part about it is you got to see the video. She's wearing a sweatshirt like she's and in the background. I swear to you, she just looks like she's in a dorm room. She looks like she's a college freshman, not a congressional freshman, a college freshman sitting in her dorm room, making videos on Zoom and just kind of popping off with her ideas. She gets to vote on budget bills, on spending bills, on military appropriations. She gets to vote on whether or not we go to war. This young person who I don't think has two IQ points to rub together is going to get to vote representing the people of the United States in the House of Representatives, which apparently she thinks is one of three chambers of Congress or chambers of the government. No, I think she did say chambers of Congress, whatever she said. She, she literally she gets to she gets to decide how to spend. She gets to decide if we have a border. She gets to cast a vote as to whether or not we have a wall. She gets to cast a vote to, uh, to decide what your taxes are. She gets to vote to decide um, uh, whether or not uh, a criminal justice reform happens. She gets to cast. I mean, all yikes, yikes. All I'm saying to you is this: You remember what the le- what the left did to Dan Quayle, 
And you remember how they saddled George H.W. Bush with Dan Quayle and that one mistake. I think if Republicans are smart, they will use every single gift that young Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her complete ignorance of basic American governmental function, they will make her the face of the Democrat Party. They will make her the face of it. They will use every single thing that she says, like I said, the gift that keeps on giving, and they will tie her like an albatross around Nancy Pelosi's neck, around every Democrat leader's neck, and say, this is the Democrat Party that you gave power to. This woman represents them. They should use this opportunity times 10 the way that the Democrats used Dan Quell's one gaffe that had nothing to do, by the way, with government. All right, more coming up, including your calls after this on AM 1420. Forrester and the Ad Council. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're not the boss of me. I am the boss of you. I'm not. M2. I'm not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Progressive Democrats, please be aware you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. 1035. Now the Bob France Authority continues. AM 1420, the answer. The President of the United States, uh, talking yesterday with Chris Wallace on uh, Fox News Sunday, was asked to grade himself. And he said, uh, what did he say? Well, himself an A plus. Is that enough? Can I go higher than that? I would give myself an A plus. Do you agree with the president? I put the question to Twitter. It's on my Twitter feed right now, and it's up in poll form. There's only, it only gives you four options, so I can't do A, B, C, D, F. It's just four, so I did A, B, C, or D slash F. And then please explain online why you voted the way you did, and explain when you call as well. What grade do you give the president after two years of doing his job? Halfway through his per- first term now, obviously the midterm elections are now completed. What grade do you give the president? How do you feel about his own grade of A+. plus? Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five. Let's go to uh, TJ, who's waiting in Cleveland. TJ, go ahead. Yeah, you know, Bob, I feel like I'm living in a sitcom. These people in New York, it's like they elected Kelly Bundy of Married with Children as their <laughs> congresswoman. <laughs> That is a great line. I'm going to steal that for social media. I'm going to use that. Because I, I literally just posted during the break, uh, during that uh, the, uh, that uh, uh, bottom of the hour news, I literally just posted another tweet uh, uh, of her idiocy. There's a montage of her stupidity, right? And uh, and I said, literally, the people of New York, or at least in her district, just elected a full-on idiot of the blithering variety. Your analogy to Kelly Bundy is even better. I'm stealing that. Love it. Okay. But, Bob, on Trump, you know, I know... Uh, Health care and, and the wall, I blame that far more on Congress than I blame on Trump. Uh, you know, this rancor thing I heard one of your callers call. You know, I look at another man in history, uh, General Patton, and I read his book. And, you know, he had a real rancor problem. He really did. But nobody would have gave him a lower grade with his job performance because of his rancor problem. i gotta give, I got to give Trump an A+. Plus. When I look at the judges, national security, uh, taxes... Uh, the regulations he killed, you know, the strangling regulations, the trade deficits. I don't see how anybody can give him anything but an A or an A plus 
And like I said, the rancor thing, that don't even matter. And, and, and read Blood and Guts with General Patton, and I think people agree the same thing. He, he kind of was a loose cannon like Trump, you know, and he definitely didn't affect his grade as far as I'm concerned. TJ, I appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. I'll, t- I'll, get, I'll respond to some of that after I get a few more grades from uh, from some folks. But uh, the one thing I would caution, though, is obviously the job that General Patton was asked to do is a little bit different than the job Donald Trump is being asked to do from Washington, D.C. right now. I don't know that rancor on the battlefield or rancor in war is necessarily <laughs> comparable to what rancor there may be in a in an administration uh, you know, uh, the, like the president is running right now. But I do understand your point. Navy Man Norm in Strongsville. Navy Man Norm, good to have you, sir. How how are you? I'm wonderful, Bob, and a real pleasure meeting you last week. Oh, the pleasure was all mine, and an honor as well. I really appreciate you coming out last week. I hate to disagree with my good friend TJ, but I give him an A, give the president an A minus, and that's only because he still hasn't released the information on those FISA documents, and he kept Rosenstein in place, and that's the only two reasons that I would give him an A minus. Otherwise. He would get an A-plus for all the wonderful things he has done for the people in the country. That's a, that's a very interesting point. And, and see, here's the thing. What you are suggesting, what he has done, and what TJ listed, some of the things he's done, I have listed as well and, and praised uh, for the last two years. Um, but to me, the grade can't be complete based on only what he has done or what a president has done. But what has he promised to do that he has not delivered on? That is a part of this as well. Um, and, and I would also throw this, too, and before I give my grade, I'll just kind of lay a couple things out. When we talk about the judges, um, he, yes, he is absolutely helping to remake the courts by nominating mostly conservative judges uh, throughout you know, the, the, the various vacancies on federal benches. But when it comes to Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, too, I'm gonna I'm gonna be you know this may be controversial, T, or uh, Norman. You tell me whether you agree or not. But I think Gorsuch was a home run. I think uh, I think Kavanaugh is a solid double. Now I say this, of course, having fully defended Kavanaugh because what was being done to him was ridiculous. But in terms of his actual judicial philosophy. Kavanaugh is no Gorsuch. Kavanaugh is nowhere near the Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, strict conservative constitutionalist jurist that uh, that some of those and 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 the, and, uh, the late uh, Antonin Scalia uh, that those individuals are and have been. He's much more moderate, and in fact, Kavanaugh could end up becoming a Kennedy-esque. Um, justice before this is over too so i defended kavanaugh's right to have that job because of what the left was doing to him but in truth i think he could have chosen better in terms of uh uh you know a a, a conservative constitutionalist i would have i would have picked that uh, woman scholar from notre dame what was it amy amy coney barrett yes, yes. yeah and i do I, agree. I do agree with you on your two uh two analysis of uh, gorsuch and kavanaugh uh one's a home run and the other one is a double but I do want I do want to go off a little bit on a tangent. I found somebody that is even dumber than Ocasio Ortez. Oh boy! <laughs> and that is Democratic Congressman Eric Swalwell of California. Oh yeah. Who in a tweet to a uh, another individual about uh, gun control and about taking away all semi-automatic weapons and all rifles from uh, people like you and me, Bob, tweeted that. The federal government has uh, many, many nukes. In other words, he was threatening to use nukes on those of us who resist any type of gun control confiscation. I mean, and I've seen this man before, Bob, on TV. 
it would be a marriage made in heaven between him and Ocasio-Ortez, because the more I listen to the two of them, the dumber I get. I mean, these, <laughs> these people, I mean, I've seen this guy before on TV, and he is he is the male version of her. He is a moron. And, and I'm sitting there, and I'm saying, do people in California really understand what this guy's about? I mean, to threaten nuclear weapons on the people who, you know, without even thinking, the consequences notwithstanding. But And then he comes back and says, well, I guess I was being sarcastic. You guess you were being sarcastic? I mean, these two Democrat morons, we should just have them, you know, on the show, as on Fox News, as much as possible, Bob, really. Well, I'll tell you this. The, the, the difference I, I see between those two is he, I don't think he's dumb as much as he's just a hothead who pops off and says dumb things. I think she literally is dumb. I think if you gave her an ACT right now that all high school kids have to take in order to get into college, I, I don't think she'd qualify for much, uh, you know, above the community level. Uh, she just is dumb. She doesn't know, and especially about things about basic government. Uh, you know, I don't think he's dumb. I think he's just a hothead who pops off and says things too fast, and uh, it reveals his true feelings, by the way. But yes, he is a very dangerous, regardless of whether he's dumb or just hot-headed, he's a very dangerous character to have in the United States government. The worst, the worst part of her resume, Bob, is that she graduated with a degree in political science. Exactly. And the only position, and the only position she could find was a bartender in the Bronx. Well, you know, you know, those advanced degrees don't mean a lot. You know, Brenda Snipes, the uh, elections official down in Broward County, is a doctor. doctor. She's got a PhD. Doctor she's a doctor, Snipes. and she said she's never heard of the word canvassing. <laughs> Doctor Snipes doesn't know what it means to canvas, so uh, yeah, it's it's it. Spell, Snipes couldn't spell PhD if you spotted her the P. I'm sorry, <laughs> Navy Man Norm. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it as always. Uh, so uh, Navy Man, Navy Man Norm says uh, a minus for the president. TJ says he's right with him with an A plus uh, with the president. That is, what's Ron and Brook Park say? Hey, Ron, go ahead. Hey, Bob. Two points. Personally, I like to see Ortez get together with Hank Johnson. Can you imagine the Rhodes Scholars? They <laughs> that would be something. Just, I would love to see them just do a presentation on stage somewhere. Oh my goodness! I would. I like to ask him. You know, put a map, put a world map up there and tell him to find the United States and watch the watch the fun. It would be hilarious. I know it'd be better than Saturday Night Live. I'll tell you in the old days. No question. No question. Uh, as far as the president goes, yeah, I kind of give him an A plus too. And the only reason I, you know, I'm kind of echoing what. Uh, TJ said, but the things that he did fall short on, Bob, is not really his fault per se, because he's fighting even his own party when it comes to the wall and things of that nature. The purse strings are uh, controlled by Congress. You know, he can want all he wants, but if he can't get the funding for it, you know, the approval from Congress, there's not a heck of a lot he can do about it. And he tried to twist the arms of his own party and they resist him. He's not just fighting the Democrats. He's fighting a lot of rhino Republicans, too. And, and, and they're stifling him. You know, as far as his performance, yes, I would say an A+. plus. But as far as some of the things that he wanted to get done for the country, well, it would probably be around a B or a B-plus in that case. But I don't okay. blame him for that. I don't blame him for that, though. Well, I'll tell you what, Ron. Thanks for the call. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of lay out my own uh, answer here too, and then I'll take more phone calls on it. Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five and triple eight two eight one eleven ten. I would give him a B, and and the reason why is this: what you just said is not untrue. 
what Ron just said and others have said is not untrue, That uh, because obviously this is the reason I, I had Jim Jordan on earlier today, and I blamed Republican House Republicans for keeping the same leadership in place. You know, leader majority leader Kevin McCarthy now, now becomes minority leader. Well, how is that going to help the president any more than he did as majority leader? So I recognize the failure of the president's own party to help the president get certain things done. But as you watch, and, and I, you know, because I do this on a daily basis, I literally on every day, I, I've got to study all of these things. If you go back and try to recall all of the various daily events in which the president was trying or was supposed to be trying to get some of these things done by leading his fellow Republicans in the Congress in a certain direction, there were just so many times where the president could have led and did not. And there were so many times where he gave misleading um, directives, directives and directions uh, to his colleagues in Congress. There are so many times that he gave conflicting statements to different people in his administration, where he would tell one uh, administrator, "This is what we're going to do," and then this particular secretary of a you know of a you know, cabinet level secretary goes to the press saying this, and then only to find out that a day later the president tweeted something that was just the opposite. And now that particular um, uh, cabinet member had to backtrack and and try to find a way to Kelly uh, Kelly Kelly Ann Conway, of course, who is his personal advisor, one of the highest ranking people in the administration, has found herself stammering and trying to figure out how to explain something that is different from what she said the day before, from what the president ended up saying in a tweet. So the messaging. Uh, lack of message discipline has caused more problems, I think, than people realize. And I think it has gotten in the way of getting some things done legislatively that he would like to have done. He has given mixed messages about various matters. So that all that means is he's not perfect. And I, and I want anybody who's voting A+, plus, A+, plus, A+, plus right now, which he did himself, to recognize that to say A+, plus means you're, you're as good as it gets. That's perfect. That you can't, get any, can't do anything any better. And I think it is absolutely true that the president can do some things better in terms of the messaging. And I don't mean just Twitter. I'm talking about statements that are made that are off the cuff. Uh, some of the statements that he's made at rallies that have been very, very embarrassing that do not do well for the cause. I think there are things that the president has said. Now, those are the few negatives or the few minor um, things that I think he can improve upon. And by the way, those are added to the fact that because of some of those issues, he has not been able to generate the support that he needs from his fellow Republicans in the House and in the Senate to get that doggone wall funding. I don't think it helps, you know, the president's cause either uh, to to you know play the the Mexico's going to pay for it game the way that he has. It's not helping it because a lot of members of Congress have said, "I'm not voting for something that he said he would get done himself by making Mexico pay for it." So why should I have to lay out these dollars? Those are just self-inflicted wounds that don't help the cause. Now, having said all of that, what the president has been able to do with regulations, with tax cuts, with rebuilding our absolutely gutted military, both in terms of manpower and machines, men and machines, Talking about our fleets, talking about our, our, our air force, talking about our, our, our fighter uh, jets. All, I mean, our entire air, our, uh, military was depleted of funds by Barack Obama as he tried desperately to balance his own budget. It's the same thing Bill Clinton did. 
tried to balance the budget by gutting the military, putting us in a very, very vulnerable position around the world. And the President of the United States, Donald Trump, has rebuilt all of that and made it a priority, and it is absolutely priority number one. The President instituted his travel moratorium to try to stop more terrorists from coming into the United States from terror-sponsoring Muslim-dominated countries, which is absolutely within his purview to do, and which is also what he promised to do. That is A-plus work. The president's, uh, the job the president has done putting more money in more pockets by uh, helping to foster conditions that led to the best wage, impro- wage hike that we have seen in te- a decade. That's A-plus work. The average middle-class national wages went up 3.1%. That's the highest in over 10 years. The fact that we have the lowest black unemployment, the lowest uh, uh, Hispanic unemployment, the lowest female, lowest female unemployment, and lowest youth unemployment in history ever recorded is A-plus work. The fact that we are at a 50 or 60-year low in overall unemployment rate. The fact that we went from record high food stamp usage when Barack Obama was president to nearly record lows in less than two years is A-plus work. The fact that Barack Obama declared that there's no way to bring the manufacturing jobs that have been lost in this country back short of having a magic wand is now claiming that he was responsible for bringing them back? That he is trying to take credit for the incredible growth of the Trump economy and the growth of real jobs in this country, not the part-time jobs and not the service sector jobs that are low-wage that Barack Obama got credit for when he was creating all of those millions of new jobs in recovery from the uh, recession, but real jobs, manufacturing jobs that Obama said was never coming back because Trump doesn't have a magic wand. Apparently Trump found the magic wand, and now Trump wants to say it was mine all along, or I mean uh, Obama wants to say it was mine all along. That's A-plus work. The president has re- returned American hostages from horrific conditions in the jails and dungeons of America's enemies and done so without, without, excuse me for the pauses, I'm sick and I'm coughing. But the fact that he has done those things without paying $150 billion to a foreign enemy or giving Taliban members up high value high value Taliban detainees excuse me again I'm going to take a break here so I can compose myself and gain my voice back and we'll be right back after this Apologies for the uh, last segment. <clears throat> I mentioned everybody in the family came down with a sickness over the course of the weekend. I blame my daughter. I think she started it. And, of course, you know how these things tend to spread in the home. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there was a coughing fit in the last uh, segment. Apologies for the long delays there. To, to, to finish my point, though, about the president, 
He gave himself an A+. Plus. I would give him a B to a B+, plus because all of the things that I said he has done, which are A-plus work, have to be factored in with the things that are uh, certainly room for improvement. Uh, and there could be could have been much, much more done, I think, in this first two years uh, than got done because in t- sometimes because of the president's demeanor and because of some of the chaos uh, or at least perceived chaos within the administration. Far, 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 far too high of a turnover rate in the, um, uh, in the uh, West Wing. Far too many people at key important federal positions uh, being bounced or leaving because of the president's changing his mind and so on and so forth. I think the appointment of Jeff Sessions, uh, in retrospect, was a huge mistake. That has to be factored in as well because it has limited the president's ability to do a lot of things. Uh, and, of course, it has emboldened the uh, the Mueller investigation and the president's enemies. So I think there are a lot of these things, a lot of appointments, a lot of decisions that have been made that are questionable. And I think anybody who is saying A-plus right now, is being a fan and not being an analyst. Don't be a fan. Be an analyst. Look at this from a from a critical point of view. The president has done a lot of A-plus work, but overall you have to add into that the things that the president has done that could have been done better and say, yeah, that's definitely room for improvement. And I will also say to the demeanor part of this, too, while the president, I think, enjoys the New Yorker in him, you know the I'm getting in your face. You know it's the it's the it's the stereotypical you know uh, you know car you know car crossing across. I'm walking over here. You know just I'm getting in everybody's face. I'm arguing because it's what I do. It's his persona. It's his it's his personality. I think he likes that, and I think there are a lot of people who love that about him. But unfortunately, I think there are a lot of people who aren't New Yorkers, who are middle Americans, flyover country Americans, who don't quite like that tone and that persona, who, who maybe really appreciate the tax cuts and really appreciate the military rebuild and really appreciate all of the positive A-plus work that we talked about, but who just look up and say, I just don't like the guy. I like the job he's doing so far, but I don't like the guy. And that may or may not keep people home from voting in 2020. And that, I think, has got to be what the key is right now. To me, that's the most important thing here. Are, are, are more people going to join the, the, um, the base? The base is solid. The base loves its president. The, and I'm one of them. Absolutely one of them. I absolutely love so much of what President Trump has done. And I continue to support the agenda. But it's not about getting you and me on board if we're already on board. It's about how many more people can be brought on board. And I think some of the things that I discussed as room for improvement, as I go between the B and B plus area up to the A plus where he is, uh, where he, you know, he evaluated himself, I think, I think those are the things that will bring more people on board and make them part of the base and really grow uh, this, uh, this agenda. All right, that's it. That's all the time that I've got, thank goodness, because I'm losing my voice as I cough my lungs out. Uh, thanks for being a part of the show today. Thanks to Congressman Jim Jordan as well. Thanks to Samuel Lockhart who ran the show today. Thanks to David Sprouse doing the traffics. And, uh, again, thanks to you. Stay where you are. Mike Gallagher's coming up next right here on AM 1420, The Answer. Enjoy the silence. 